and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 363.5. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave here in Louisville, Kentucky. On uh, what has just ended, uh, uh, we just now ended Memorial Day weekend here in America. And so if you are in America, hopefully you enjoyed the uh, Memorial Day weekend. And I took a little time uh, to remember uh, those that have made the ultimate sacrifice for this country and and maybe even uh, uh, appreciated uh, someone that is currently serving this country. So uh, big, I hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. But why the weird number 363.5? Well, because it was Memorial Day weekend, the host, uh, everyone wanted to take the weekend, uh, this weekend off to enjoy the holiday, and uh, we were supposed to have a, a guest on, so we were going to you know, do that next week, take Memorial Day weekend off, like so many Americans do, and, <laughs> but I've been sitting on this little special segment uh, that I've really uh, had uh, some doubts about uh, putting on the airwaves. Uh, so I thought this would be the prime time. If I'm going to do it, this is the time to do it. Uh, and I'm just going to leave you hanging there. I'll explain more about that uh, in the uh, uh, later here in this in this segment. <laughs> but thus the uh, number 363.5. Because I didn't want to get off my numbering system. Because I want the guest shows to be even numbers. The solo shows to be odd numbers. And then every tenth show is uh, you know the roundtable discussion. So I didn't want to mess up my numbering system. So... <laughs> So that's why the, the 0.5. Uh, <laughs> but uh, because the show is going to have, uh, because of what I'm going to play here in a bit, it will, and it will, will have very little to do with photography, and you'll understand why once we get to it. Uh, I think we should have something on the show that, uh, that where we talk about photography because uh, this is supposed to be a film photography podcast. So, uh, <laughs> so let's get to uh, just a couple emails I received first. Uh, I got uh, one from Kenny Tuomi. And uh, he says, BWXX in 120? How did I not hear of this on Neg Pause first? Saw it on an Analog Wonderland email. Andre is slipping. Or did you all mention it earlier? Signed, potentially disillusioned. <laughs> Kenny to homie. Uh, well, yes, uh, as you all might be aware, uh, still has released uh, the uh, Kodak, uh, was it 5222BWXXXX? In 120 formats, the first time this has ever been available in that format. It's one of my favorite films. I'm super excited about it. And apparently, Cinestill is the only place to get this wonderful film in now medium format. And I, th- I think it's super exciting. I ordered uh, two rows of it, I think the first uh, day they announced it uh, from the Cinestill website, and literally got it like two days later. It was super fast shipping. So, cheers to. Uh, uh, Sinister on that, and so I have two brand new rows of double X in medium format in my in my refrigerator, uh, ready for me to um, I don't know get excited about photography and shoot some photography again. So, but man, man one of my favorite films uh, that's never been in medium format now available in medium format. Maybe that's what be uh, what pushes me over the line and gets me gets me out there shooting again. So, uh, uh, all right, uh, let's see. We got another email. This one comes from Mark Fole. Uh, I hope I pronounced that right. It was F O H L full. Anyway, he says, uh, "Hi, Mike. I just listened to the May Fourth episode. May the Fourth be with you too. <laughs> I really enjoyed Andre's contributions, especially in the roundtable discussion of electronic cameras. His experience in the business aspects of our activity are really significant. It's not like uh, when I started this, and the availability of equipment and supplies were definitely stable and predictable." Uh, my compliments to Andre. 
Also, Denison University is in my neck of the woods as a as our Midwest photo and Matt Mirage. If you're in town and have some time available, let me know. We can cruise around here. Cheers, Mark, in Westerville, Ohio. Well, thank you, Mark, for, for that offer there. Uh, yeah, my son is going to be attending um, uh, a Denison University in Granville, Ohio, this coming fall. And uh, so, hey, maybe uh, I'll have a couple weekend trips up there, I'm sure, at times. And uh, maybe I can meet you, Mark, and we can uh, shoot some cool film photos or just, hey, go to this, uh, go to Midwest Photo, and, and maybe I can meet Mr. Matt Ra- Matt Marash again. I'm, I met him at the uh, FPP Walking Workshop, but uh, it's always good to, to, to see Matt and uh, and also maybe possibly meet Mark. So, and, uh, you know, I guess, Mark, thank you for the, the nice comments, uh, <laughs> compliments to Andre. I don't think he gets enough compliments on the show i i know i I give him a hard time and my wife's always getting on me about uh (laughs) about uh giving andre such a hard time on the show but it's 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 part of our banter he gives me a hard time too you know but uh uh, but hey uh andre deserves a, a little a little love every once in a while so thank you for that mark okay well and to keep this thing uh, kind of, uh, I think it's all the emails. Yeah. Uh, keep this thing. Uh, one more little photography related thing. I think we should get out of here just so, so, uh, you know, make this, uh, for, for you people that just, uh, don't like, uh, <laughs> to hear anything about anything other than film photography. Well, let's get to a, uh, let's get to a, a why don't we just enter a, a listener call, uh, call in, a call in camera view. And this one comes from a frequent contributor, Mr. Malcolm Myers. And I don't know if Malcolm's going to be happy to be included on this episode once the uh, once this thing falls apart here in a couple minutes. But uh, Malcolm, uh, you are uh, now a part of uh, maybe an episode that's going to lose half my listenership, and uh, maybe this is where I jump the shark. I don't know. <laughs> so you'll you'll be on that famous episode with the downfall of negative positive. So uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm going to go ahead and enter uh, Malcolm's uh, calling camera view for the Nikon FM. 2N, and uh, let's uh, listen to what Malcolm has to say about that camera. Hi Mike, Malcolm Myers again with another call-in camera review, this time for the Nikon or Nikon FM2N. You can find me at PhotoValve on Instagram or on the Negative Positives Facebook page. Firstly, I should state that when it comes to SLRs, I'm normally a Canon shooter. However, please don't take this as fanboyism. I firmly believe that anyone who wants to call themselves a photographer should be able to take a decent photo with any decent camera. And let's be honest, Nikon have a history of producing fantastic, robust cameras. This is especially true of their professional F-series film cameras, the final iteration of which, the F6, has only just ceased production some 20 years after the first affordable digital SLRs started to appear. However, it's hard to sustain a large camera business selling just to the relatively small number of people who are professionals. You also need a cheaper, high volume range for beginners and, sat in the middle, a high quality, aspirational range of cameras that will be bought by enthusiasts and semi-professionals, i.e. the sort of people who listen to this podcast. In the late 1970s and early 1980s, Nikon produced a range of such cameras with varying specifications, like the FA, FE and FM. The FM was the purest choice as, in an age where electronic cameras started to become the norm, it was all mechanical. Yes, it does take two LR44 batteries for the light meter, but if you forget them or they die and you know your Sony F16 rule, then you're still in business as this camera works at all shutter speeds without any power. There were three iterations of the FM camera. The first was the original FM and had a top shutter speed of a thousandth of a second and a flash sync speed of 125th. The FM2 had a top shutter speed of one four thousandth of a second and a flash sync speed of one two hundredth of a second, 
although apparently you could get away with setting your camera to 250th and still get the shot. And finally, the third iteration, the FM2N, retained the 4,000th top speed, but the official flash sync speed was raised to 1 250th of a second. And there's not much to tell the difference between the FM2 and the FM2N. The FM2 has X200 and 125 in red on the shutter speed dial, and the FM2N has just 250 in red. Also, the serial number on the back starts with an N, so these are subtle differences. My friend and photographic buddy Roger had an FM2N, so it was a camera I'd always admired but never really thought I'd get hold of. However, in the heady days of a few years ago, when the classic film cameras were at the bottom of the market, my wife spotted a camera set in the local charity shop. It wasn't an absolute steal, but it was a very good price, and so I paid my money and walked away with a black Nikon FM2N with a Nikon 50mm 1.8 lens, a winder with dodgy contacts, and a third-party lens. In your hand, the camera is smaller than the ProSpec F cameras, or at least it's smaller than the F2 I've got, but it still feels extremely well made. The body is copper, aluminium, silicon metal alloy, and the camera feels heavier in the hand than most SLRs I have. There's even a titanium body variant for those with deeper pockets. It certainly feels like a very purposeful machine for taking pictures. So how do you do that? Well, there's a plastic collar around the rewind knob that you twist anti-clockwise, then pull up the rewind knob to open the back. This is obviously where you load your film, but also where you can see the rather unusual shutter. This is made of titanium leaves with an impressed honeycomb pattern for strength. You see, one four thousandth of a second is fast by today's standards. It was truly groundbreaking in the early 1980s. However, please don't touch the blades, as I believe they can be quite delicate. This is a precision device. The ISO dial is inset into the shutter speed dial and offers a range from 12 to 6400. There's a self-timer and a depth of field preview button on the front and a multiple exposure lever under the wind-on lever and, well, that's about it, really. You open the wind-on lever by 30 degrees to what is known as the standoff position to unlock the camera, otherwise you can't take a photo, and look through the viewfinder. You can see the f-stop displayed in a little window at the top of the frame and the shutter speed on the left. Half-press the shutter and you will see one or two LEDs light up on the right, plus, zero and minus. Select both f-stop and shutter speed until the zero is lit. Focus using the split screen, although you can change the screen on the FM2N, and press the shutter, wind on and repeat. There are no choices here, it's all down to you. This may seem slow, but when I first moved from my first camera, which was an all-manual, to my second camera, the Canon A1, which has two auto and one program mode, I remember that I often spend time deciding which auto or program mode to use, then spend time moving dials and selecting options. In other words, I have found that an all-manual camera is not necessarily slower than an auto-everything camera, because you only have two choices to make, select the shutter speed dial first and then the aperture, or you set the aperture first and then shutter speed dial to suit. Also, the fact that you can see both shutter speed and f-stop in the viewfinder of FM2N means you can make all your decisions without removing your eye from the viewfinder. So in fact, you can take pictures pretty quickly. Clearly then, an all-manual camera will suit some people and maybe not others. My advice is, if you want program mode, then buy another camera. Personally, I found the camera fits the old adage of getting out of the way and letting you get on with taking pictures. It really is a delight to use. Also, its relative simplicity allows you to spend more time composing and thinking about your shot than wondering which mode you should be using in the first place. 
Although it doesn't have the pedigree of a Leica or the Pro Nikons, an FM2 was used by Steve McCurry to take his famous photo, Afghan Girl, so it's a contender, even if it's not quite the champion. I feel that the solid build quality means that my FM2M will give me years of uninterrupted service, and because it's all mechanical, should the day come when it does fail, there's a much better chance of getting it fixed than there would be with, say, a completely electronic camera. Sounds too good to be true? Well, maybe it is. Apparently, that lovely titanium honeycomb shutter can fail. Some FM2Ns have an aluminium shutter instead. And I haven't shot the FM2N for long enough to give a report on its reliability. One person who has and does shoot FM2Ns is negative positive stalwart Johnny Marta. He has a post about the reliability of FM2Ns on his blog, so you might want to check that out as well. I've sent the link to you into your mic, so hopefully you'll be able to put that in the show notes. Of course, the FM2N opens the door to the whole Nikon system of lenses and accessories, which covers pretty much every photographic requirement you can think of. The only thing to be wary of with Nikons is which lenses you choose. The FM2N takes all Nikons AI or auto-indexing lenses and will even take some of the autofocus lenses, but you'll have to focus them manually. I don't claim to be an expert on all these variations, so I suggest you do a bit of research before you start connecting lenses to this camera. And don't use any APS lenses as they protrude into the mirror box and cause damage. I've no idea why you'd have any APS lenses. After all, it's... Well, allow me to interrupt this call-in camera of you, Malcolm, to answer that question. Well, it's because APS is the hottest trend in film photography. It's taken over the world by storm. And that's all I have to say about APS. Prices for the FM2N on eBay are moderately high, usually around £200 for a body and even more with the lens. As always with eBay, you can grab a good deal if you lay and wait for long enough, but I don't think you can call this a bargain camera. You may need permission from your better half. However, I'm sure the FM2N will give years of enjoyable service, help you stay positive, and shoot some cool film photos. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Malcolm Myers, uh, for your review of the uh, the Nikon FM2N. And uh, Malcolm, there was, uh, you know, you had some audio dropouts right there at the end there when you were talking about APS. So, I mean, I went ahead and took the liberty uh, to insert what, I, what I'm pretty sure you probably wanted to say during that that weird little dropout when you're talking about APS, uh, the APS cameras and system or whatever. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, you know, I'm just trying to help you out, brother. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, thank you so much, Malcolm. And. Uh, and he's, he has another review coming. Uh, it's going to be a uh, historical photographer uh, call-in uh, coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, and I will mention on the call-ins, I only have two, I think, two call-ins left. So we're kind of in the red zone on listener call-ins. Uh, you know, when you play like a video game and your and your energy level is down in the red zone, and it starts, and your character's getting ready to die. Well, this podcast is in the red zone, and we don't want the podcast to die, so we, we could always use some more call-ins. Uh, I'll put them in the queue to get them on the air. Uh, just record audio any way you can. Easiest way is on your smarty phone, and just talk into the phone and send that audio file to negpositives at gmail.com. It can, be, it can be a camera review, a lens review, a film review, a developer review, anything in your film journey you want to talk about, uh, send, them, send them on in here, and I'll, I'll put them in the queue to get on the air. Only, only two left in my in my quiver. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, thank you so much, Malcolm. I'm not sure you wanted to be associated with this particular episode, but, you know, hey, it just it's where, it's, it's where, the, uh, it's where it landed. So uh, you you're you get the uh uh the prize for that so but uh okay 
I think that's uh, all the stuff I have uh, on as far as like uh, actual photography talk. Uh, so let's let's talk about what this what this episode's about. Uh, about a year ago, I was asked to uh, be on the Hypersensitive Photographers podcast, of course, from Mr. M from Emulsive. Uh, org and uh, Hamish Gill uh, from 35mmc.com. Uh, those two guys, glorious uh, podcast, asked me to come on. And uh, it, it, it never saw the light of day. And there's probably a good reason why. Um, uh, it, we ended up talking uh, at great length about some, uh, some issues that was going on in our world and, and even in the film community at the time. And now those issues are kind of outdated, and I'm actually glad that it never saw the light of day. But there was uh, the first part of the conversation that was, uh, some people told me should see the light of day. <laughs> and I've been hesitant to do this because I was on the Classic Lenses podcast, and <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I got a lot of pushback on that for being crude and crass and for my somewhat immature sense of humor. Well, this one is no different. Uh, as much like I ruined uh, the Classic Lenses podcast on that episode, I, I probably ruined Hypersensitive uh, photographer, uh, Photographer's podcast uh, as well because uh, not only did that, did that episode not see the light of day, it also, uh, they haven't done an episode since. So, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's what I do. I come in and wreck other people's podcasts. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, but I've been hesitant to put this out. Uh, and I even did a poll on the Negative Positives Facebook group to see if you folks actually want to hear this. Um, and it, overwhelmingly, you guys voted yes. So this is on you all. I am not going to take the pushback. Uh, I, I just, I, I, I'm not going to accept this. I gave you a choice uh, and uh, you guys chose to hear this. So I'm, I'm going to do it. Like, you, you know what? I, I am I am I'm a man of the people. And so I get, I'm trying to give the listeners what they want. It's like um, uh, there's a line in Airplane, the, the, the famous movie Airplane, which I, I get a lot of, uh, I still think is uh, one of my favorite uh, goofy movies. But uh, there's a line where, you know, the plane is getting ready to crash and they go to like, this political talk show or whatever, like I think it's called like Point Counterpoint or something like that. And this guy says, uh, they bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. And uh, <laughs> talking about the uh, the uh, people flying on the plane that is apparently doomed at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so you guys, you bought your tickets. You knew what you're getting into. And uh, hey, uh, you're gonna crash when you when you when you when you hear what I got coming up here. Uh, it is um, we uh, talk about gas basically, uh, and it's not camera gas; it's actual gas and uh, or gas problems or gastrointestinal problems. Uh, so, if you are the type of person that uh, finds me offensive, crass, crude, whatever. Or if you don't appreciate my immature sense of humor at times, then uh, don't listen. Just tune out now. Stop listening. That's that's my uh, that's my my parental advisory at this point. Uh, so, I am actually going to insert uh, a little break here to give you a chance to just back out of this. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, you've been warned. And uh, so here you go. Uh, and so normally on these solo shows, I would insert a interview from Roxana Angles. Uh, she's been doing a fine job with these uh, women in photography. Um, 
uh, interviews. I'm not going to do that on this show because I don't think any photographer would want to be associated with uh, the train wreck that's getting ready to happen. So uh, I guess I've, I've, I've built it up. I've made you wait long enough. It's sort of like a, it's sort of like a, I was watching a Godzilla movie recently, and you know, it, it takes like. All those movies back back then, it takes like a half hour, forty five minutes in the movie before you finally get to see Godzilla, and like it always was so annoying. Like, all right, all right, quit with all the setup. Let, let's see the monsters, right? Like, <laughs> let's see Godzilla, and uh, well, here comes Godzilla. So, uh, folks, uh, we're gonna play some little break music, and then uh, uh, fasten your seatbelts. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode 666. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave here in Louisville, Kentucky. A very hot and sultry Louisville, Kentucky. And we, you know, we have some special guests on the line tonight, and uh, just like we like to do on, on these shows. And, and But first, we need to introduce our co-captain, Mr. Andre Dominguez, all the way out in Los Angeles, California, the city of angels, La La Land. How are you doing tonight, Andre? Andre? Well, it, it appears that uh, Andre's had a rough weekend. He's got he's got a girlfriend now. He's in love, but maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe Andre. Maybe he'll wake up. I don't know. But let's let's get to our let's get to our guest here. Uh, uh, we're gonna have uh, tonight very very uh, have some some heavy hitters in the uh, film uh, podcast community. Uh, very very pleased to have uh, Mister uh, <laughs> Mr. M from Emulsive.org and. Hamish Gill, who I just had on a solo show recently that Andre, well, Sleeping Andre, uh, interviewed recently. So, uh, uh, Mr. Hamish Gill from 35MMC. Uh, yeah, so hey, how you guys doing tonight? Oh, hang on a minute. Isn't this supposed to be you coming on our podcast? Uh, what? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You, you all have a podcast? I'm, I'm not familiar with it. No. I'm sorry, I did Mike was... say you all and not y'all? <laughs> <laughs> you all have a podcast seriously like what, what, what's going on with this like jesus everybody's got a film podcast these days man like you know, what, what's what's the name this is your podcast ours oh, isn't it's not a film podcast like come on <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's a podcast that's made by photographers that has nothing to do with photography <laughs> okay well okay well what, what's the name what's what's the name of this podcast it doesn't, it doesn't matter that doesn't matter it's irrelevant yeah. That information is relevant. I'm not on some sort of like boomer show or anything like that, right? This is a uh, where, where are we going with this? Like, I'm, I'm confused. We're not boomers now, but we are, we're the boomers <laughs> of the future. <laughs> well, well I, I guess there's only one thing to say. I, it's official. Uh, I guess uh, film photography is the hottest trend in podcasting, and it's taken over the world by storm. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's. I guess I got to say that now. So oh, fact, fact, things taken over from APS then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I for one would like you like to welcome you to um, the fastest growing podcast, um, not about film photography uh, in the world, uh, which is accompanied by the fastest 
fastest film photography group on Facebook. Um, the name of which we're not going to give to anyone because we just can't handle the number of requests that are coming through. And we want to give <laughs> our little mouse finger break. But um, yeah, uh, Hamish is awful, awful acting um, aside. We have invited Mr. Gutterman, um, one half, <laughs> one third actually now of, of Nick Rose. Um, <clears throat> onto the hypersensitive to have a chat. And I think we're, I mean, we, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, Mike. I think we we landed on talking about your uh, recent gastrointestinal discomfort um, to, <laughs> to follow on from, um, from Bellamy's uh, recent conversation about that. Right. Well, I, actually, I believe the conversation was supposed to be my guess about my my Leica. But uh, uh, but, you know, I, I mean, but I mean, I'm more than willing to talk about my gastrointestinal problems. It, it, it domi- seems to dominate my life. This is like a, a east of east of the Atlantic and west of the Atlantic kind of uh, misunderstanding. Right. Where we want to talk about gas gas and you want to talk about camera gas. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you right. Americans well, are so funny. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how to get into this conversation. Uh, but like, you know, when you're when you're younger, I remember the. I think that the the thing I hate the most about getting old is, uh, you know, I. <laughs> Can we say shit on this podcast? Uh, yeah, I guess we can. <laughs> I, I take a shit like three or four times a day now. And like it used to be once a day. Do you remember the days when it was once a day? And it was like the same time every day. Now I never know when it's coming or going. And like uh, and I'm, I'm like the guys. Uh, you, you've seen the drug commercials now for like uh, people afraid to go out to concerts or whatever because they're afraid they might have a, a <laughs> a poop attack or whatever and 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 it's been the whole concert in the porta pot or whatever like that's becoming my life and uh we don't don't get those kind of adverts i mean to be honest no one i think apart from new zealand apart from new zealand outside of the u.s uh no one else gets those adverts so so only our three american listeners uh one of whom is you apparently um actually know what you're talking about so well, I mean, okay, you're not. You guys are going to leave me out here on this on this island all by myself, right? Like, surely you guys are. I mean, you're, you guys are my age or close. Like, uh, where are you guys at with it? Like, I mean, uh, I, I feel like this is a let's, let's not let this conversation go down the tubes. See what I'm saying? See what I'm wrong with that? But. I'm I'm still I'm still in my thirties. Just 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 so we just so we're absolutely clear. I'm like a perfectly perfectly healthy. I don't have any issues with my my with my health. I, I've got I haven't got asthma. I don't have constant re- acid reflux. Uh, I don't have a bad back um, ever. So yeah, it's a dead end conversation with me. I'm perfectly healthy, perfectly healthy, and and particularly fit. I haven't got I, I don't drink I don't drink beer, um, and because of that, I don't have a beer belly. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's on the phone. Forgot to mention your your eyes don't don't randomly start tearing up, and it looks like you're crying when all you're doing is walking down the street. Um, dry wax in one ear, or only being able to breathe through one nostril at a time. Oh, are you talking about my the hay fever that I don't have? The hay fever that you don't have? Yes, that's yeah. Right. I don't also don't have hay fever. Yeah, that's. 
It's a fair point. I feel like I feel like I've been set up on this. I feel like, I feel like it's set up. <laughs> <laughs> you agreed to come on this podcast by that very merit. You've agreed <laughs> well, to basically I, I, anything. I, 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 thought I, was, I thought I was gonna bring up this issue and everybody's and you guys are gonna be like, Yeah, man, I know what you mean. It sucks, man. But no, you guys are like, oh no, it's Mike, it's just you, man. <laughs> like you're the weird one here. <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest, it wasn't it wasn't my intent to do that, but it looks like that's the way that things have gone. So you, so you just you just got to live with that, really. I mean, I, I when you and I spoke a couple of weeks back, I fully intended to to seriously continue this discussion <laughs> of, gastro, of gastrointestinal discomfort. Much much, I think. Really, what we're trying to do is is remove just just stop all of our current listeners from listening to us ever again. I mean, the 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 podcast has been on a downward trajectory in terms of listenership for, for the past. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for my podcast to take that dive, but I think you guys might have just helped me do that. So, uh, but yeah, there you go. It's a, it's, it's a community service. We, we, we offer this to to anyone who wants anyone who can't be bothered to podcast anymore. Just come on the show here. And uh, we'll, make, we'll make sure that no one else listens to you by association. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. So is that, is that it? Is that all the episode? <laughs> I, I had expected this to go a little bit further. And I think um, <laughs> having you on as a guest has probably laid bare um, how much it is in <clears throat> fact that we don't prepare for any of this at, at all. Right. Um, well, sometimes they, you do, but but nobody but nobody listens to the fact that you prepared. So it's kind of well, you, pre- you, you you could you can prepare if you like, as you have done sometimes. But it, it's you know it's pointless. So <laughs> I think when when you say sometimes, I mean technically that was like episode one, two, three, and then I gave up. So. <laughs> um, but uh, but yes. So 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 should we just go ahead and uh, just go ahead and ruin this podcast further and and talk about sharding? Have we have we, we did not talk about that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not there yet in terms of a wanting to talk about it or b that being a particularly impactful problem in my life. Um, <laughs> oh come on! It's man. a every, it's a, pro- every... it's a problem, but it doesn't it, it doesn't impact you. No, no everybody it's... everybody everybody is sharded, man. Come on, like. Come on. <laughs> you guys are not going to put this fucking uh, British, uh, uh, like, uh, proper gentleman thing to me, man. You've, you've sharded, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, 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 to- I totally shit my pants on a bus once, but I was like seven. So. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't count. Are you, are you talking about adult experiences here, Mike? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, well, what leads up? They say once you turn 40, once you turn forty, you can no longer trust a fart, and there there is some some wisdom in that. But uh, just saying. <laughs> I, I, I was, I, just to confuse listeners, I was going to call this episode the gas episode with Mike Gutterman. I, I'm just I'm just thinking about um, just just. Just where where this sharting is going to end up leading us. Um, I I think I, just, I, think just, I think you just call it a real shit show, and that's a pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty title, my, I think. Mike Mike <laughs> shit show. Um, <clears throat> I I uh, 
cannot believe we're having this conversation, but but fine, I'll I'll play. Um, as as a man in his very early forties, um, I have yet to I've yet to have um, an issue with sharpie. Is this is this something that we? I mean. Is it sneeze related? Is it is it discomfort related? <laughs> well, <clears throat> well, what, what no, puts I, you in the position to not trust your own farts, Mike? <laughs> well, I well uh, to me, uh, I, I'll I'll be the first to admit that I think uh, farts are one of the funniest things on the on the on the damn planet. I I never not laugh at one, and uh, <laughs> and if it inflicts pain on others, it's even funnier. And uh, <laughs> and well, because I just, of because of bleeding or. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of pain are you talking about? <laughs> well, just uh, you know, I, I, I've just I've just noticed some some people are not down with it. They don't think it's funny, and just watching people run away is uh, is is kind of humorous in its own. Uh, and plus, you know, I have two boys, and it's uh, it's fun to uh, fun to torture them with it. And <laughs> so, like, I've been one that have found a lot of humor out of the act of of, of such a thing, and. Sometimes, you know, uh, you shouldn't maybe pull the trigger. You got to know. You'll get to know after a couple mishaps. You get to know when to pull the trigger and when there might be like puppies in the kennel, like sticking their nose out. So you got to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, for, for, for listeners who, who, who don't know this, um, probably the last, I don't know, three or four, five podcasts that I've recorded with Mike and Andre, um, we'll, we'll normally talk. <laughs> just pre-record and in between recording and after recording for longer than we actually record for. And one of the conversations that, that always comes up um, is poo. When <laughs> before, before we start, we, we always end up having a conversation about poo. And for some reason, it really, it really, um, you can't say it winds up Andre the wrong way, but he just, he doesn't re- really know how to deal with poo jokes. <laughs> No, um, so, right so so we'll we'll be making analogy like uh, uh dropping the you know dropping the kids off at the pool uh releasing some <laughs> chocolate hostages and stuff like that and uh, andre is just in the background take- going, you you guys you guys <laughs> oh that's right we had a, we had a whole uh message thread before an episode once yeah. and uh it's like release the kraken and all that stuff but uh <laughs> yeah it's always good always good andre tries to be <laughs> Has to be too proper sometimes. So, um. <laughs> I, I think he is. I think I think he he read like Pride and Prejudice when he was a, a younger impressionable boy, and it's it's kind of I think I think it's stuck with him. I think he's I think he's he's got those kind of 18th century English sensibilities. <laughs> right. Uh, I uh, there was a time when a. Uh, I was in, uh, I guess it was like eighth grade. Uh, uh, so that would, I don't know what that, if that makes sense to you guys, but like you're my eighth grade of school or whatever. So, I mean, you're a, you're a teenager, right? And, and you're trying to, you're trying, you know, you, there's girls at the school that you're interested in. You're, you're trying to make plays on whatever. And, um, my mom was taking me to school at the time. Uh, I went to a private school that didn't have bus, a bus to pick me up. So she had to drop me off at school. So, uh, so anyhow, um, I, 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 <laughs> I just ate this big breakfast and I walk out the front door <laughs> and I let one loose, man. And I was like, Oh no, that's not good. That didn't feel right. And, uh, <laughs> I get in, uh, I get in the Pontiac Trans Am <laughs> in the passenger seat. And I'm like, mom, uh, I can't go to school today. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, uh, yeah, I just can't go. And, uh, yeah, I had just, I think I just had an accident. 
<laughs> so that was my first experience, I believe, of, of a shart. And because uh, I'm not gonna like, imagine if I'd went to school that day. Can you imagine the nickname I would have to live down for the rest of my middle school career? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, just saying, it's a dang- it's a dangerous proposition. <laughs> yeah, it would. I mean, it, it would have been a stain on your school record, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the good thing about this entire conversation is that, as we know from the previous episode, we do have some very young listeners, which I'm almost certain this is absolutely hilarious to. Or... We do. We do. I, well, you notice, I feel like I'm the only one laughing because I have such a middle school, sense of, I have such a 13 year old or sense of humor that I feel like uh, I'm the only one that's really thoroughly enjoying I, this. <laughs> I am the person in my household that thinks farts are funny. And uh, yeah, it doesn't go down okay, very well. I, I, feel like, I feel like we can bond over this. <laughs> okay, okay let's, let's get away from the accent. Let's get away from the, the horrors of a fart and let's get to the, the fun side of it. And so, uh, <laughs> You'd be disappointed in mine, though, because mine, mine are always noisy, but never smelly. Well, that's, those are the so, best ones. See, I have a theory about farts, man. Farts have only so much energy, right? And they can choose to spend that energy on noise or smell. That's why the silent ones are so stinky, man, because they, didn't, they used all their energy for that. Like it's it's a physics thing, I think. You know, <laughs> so the louder they are, they, they used all their energy on volume. So they just only, they only have so much energy to give to the give to the conversation. And I, that's just that's my theory on that. Can you guys back me up on it? I like no, I I, I can get on board with that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can I can I can fully get on that. Um, especially the ones that the, the small ones where you don't really <clears throat> you don't really think anything of it, so you don't need to warn. People. Um, then you maybe step away for a few minutes. You come back and are confronted by the, by, by by what you left behind. And it's and on the one hand, you're thinking, how how can this thing live so long? And you're you're kind of disgusted at that fact. But then at the same time, it's it's kind of like a I, I made that. Oh my god! Uh, this is about the most fun I've had podcasting in a while. But I, 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 <laughs> I'll say this: uh, my best one. Uh, I was still living with my parents, and uh, I was uh, on the couch, and my mom was in the kitchen. I don't know; she's either cooking dinner or doing something in the kitchen. I don't know. And I let out this one, and it was just like uh, <laughs> it. Uh, it was pretty loud, and <laughs> my mom from the other room says. What'd you say, Mike? And because <laughs> it sounded like it said "mom," <laughs> and I, I, I bet I laughed for a half hour over that. Like to have someone answer your fart, like, is, is maybe the best thing that can ever happen. Like, it's just <laughs> that is true. That is true fart success, isn't it? <laughs> maybe that's that, maybe that's what maybe that's what Shaw actually. Stands for successful, successful fart because because that's from a fart's <laughs> point of view. If it's made, if it's managed to ruin your day, <laughs> do you know what I mean? If oh, you're a fart, what what is your purpose in life? It's either to cause a stink, cause embarrassment. Well, cause a stink or cause embarrassment, and there's no embarrassment more than sticky pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, 
I, uh, I, I managed to repeat my, that glory, uh, uh, just actually just like six months ago, my, my youngest son was, uh, playing Xbox. <laughs> 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 he had his, had his headphones on. <laughs> and I, I went over there and kind of stood there and acted like I was watching him playing and I let one and he took his headphones off and said, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm guessing I've got this mental image of you standing kind of next to him, slightly over him with a, a with a beer, with a, with, a, with a beer bottle. So and he takes his headphones off. He kind of look, looks, looks up into the right and says, what did you say, Dad? And all you do is you just lift the beer bottle up to your mouth, take a sip, say, still got it and just walk away. <laughs> I think, I think you nailed the scene. I think I painted uh, painted it accurate. You, and, and you just you, you, you I, I gave you a sketch and you just painted it right on up there. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, oh goodness! So, are we uh, are we going to talk about anything else today, or is it just is this is this going to be? I mean, we're like half an hour in now. <laughs> no, this, this this was. I mean, as far as our generally poorly conceived concepts for um, the podcast go. Th- this is kind of right down there at the bottom. folks if you are still listening uh i i i will apologize again uh if you have not unsubscribed uh to this podcast at this point uh i uh i i commend you and i guess i must begrudgingly begrudgingly thank uh uh m m uh from emulsive and uh hamish gill from 35 mmc for uh, having me on their show and for allowing me to use this segment that never saw the light of day. Uh, I, that's, that's a, uh, that's kind of a tongue in cheek. Uh, thank you. I think, but, <laughs> but, uh, okay. I, I think we need to put a fork in this, uh, in the show. Right. And, uh, uh, obviously, uh, there, I don't have any coffee donations to speak of. And I have a feeling after what I just aired, uh, those coffee donations are going to be, uh, be drying up anyway. <laughs> so maybe we should just get rid of that. <laughs> Um, and, um, I guess to wrap the show up, you know, I always have a listener music track, uh, on these shows and, uh, Mr. Mike Caputo sent me a couple. One is I could easily play, uh, but this particular, uh, song that he sent me, which reminds me of, uh, like really early Beck before Beck was famous when Beck did some really weird stuff. And this one's definitely weird. And I was debating on whether I should play this or not. Uh, because uh, there is some language. It could be offensive. Uh, so, but while I'm at it, while I've already... If, if you're still hanging on and still listening to the show and have not unsubscribed, uh, how about I try to offend people yet even more by allowing... Uh, you know, I, I by playing Mike Caputo's song... This is for a band that, uh, uh, a project they had called Pimp Flash. <laughs> and the song is called, I believe, Sh- When the Shit Hits the Fan. <laughs> and 
and I believe it just hit the fan after what I just aired. So I think it's appropriate. Uh, I will say, uh, before I play that song, if you have any younger people around, anyone you don't want to hear some language, uh, definitely uh, cut this podcast off before that happens. Uh, it's not something that you'd want uh, it, it's it's a parental advisory song I'll just say that uh, <laughs> but thanks to Mike Caputo he sent me uh, two more tracks not his sea shanties this is something completely different and uh, I feel like this is the proper episode to play <laughs> to play this particular song that I wasn't sure whether I should put out or not but hey why I'm a busy why I'm busy offending people why not do it but hey folks as far as like the that whole last segment, you know what? You guys asked for it. I just, I just gave you what you asked for, and uh, so I'm sure I'm still gonna get pushed back on that. But <laughs> okay, ah, uh, good grief. Let's end this thing. Uh, I, uh, I'm not looking forward to uh, hearing how this, uh, how this is accepted. But anyway, <laughs> um, I will play Mike Caputo's song with his project Pimp Flash when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> right after I get out these socials. Uh, you can see my uh, on Instagram, see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. You can email this program at negpositives at gmail.com, and that's where you'll send your call and camera views or your original music. If you happen to be uh, someone that makes original music uh, or has made original music in your past, send me some tracks, and I'll uh, put, them, uh, put them in the queue to get on the air. I'm getting a little low on the listener music tracks as well, so... Uh, if I don't get any more in, you'll be hearing uh, music from me or, or my son, uh, who does electronic music at the end of these shows until somebody sends, some, sends me some stuff. So there you go. Uh, you can join the Facebook group, the Negative Positives Film Photo Podcast Facebook group. You can email. Uh, no, you can. Oh, man, I'm all, I'm all messed up. Uh, we have an Instagram account under the account named Negative Positives, mostly ran by uh, Mrs. Roxana Angles and Casey Hall. Casey, just as of the recording of this, was giving away a camera on the uh, on the Instagram account. It was a Nikon One Touch Zoom 90. Now, by the time this came out, the contest is over. But if you're not following that Instagram account, you missed out on a chance to win a free camera that that Casey was actually providing. So um, uh, we'll find out who the winner is of that uh, through that Instagram account. And uh, I will probably announce it on the next show or the next solo show whenever uh, Casey gets me that information. But huge thanks to Casey Hall for man, offering up one of his one of his cameras, one of his, a camera from his personal collection, uh, and uh, offering it to uh, having a contest on that Instagram account to uh, to give away to one of our listeners. And uh, uh, thanks, Casey, for uh, for doing that for us. And uh, uh, hopefully, we'll find out who the big wiener is in the next uh, week or two. So. Uh, okay, uh, you can also support this program <laughs> on coffee. It is www.ko-fi.com slash negative positives. And we also have a merch site that is negative positives podcast.bigcartel.com where you can get you some overpriced t-shirts, overpriced hats, and overpriced coffee mug. Uh, okay, <laughs> I am not going to torture you all anymore. If you're still listening, I'm sure no one's still listening. I could literally just go on a rant right now about anything, and uh, everyone's tuned out by now. So, uh, <laughs> which, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, let's uh, uh, again next. You'll hear Mike Caputo uh, with uh, his project Pimp Flash <laughs> with a song when the shit hits the fan. Again, uh, uh, get all the uh, 
it's a parental advisory song. So there you go. Look, uh, folks, I put I put explicit on uh, all the uh, on all these episodes, whether it's explicit or not. Uh, so maybe this is one you, that you don't want your kids around uh, when it comes on. Because uh, hey, let's just continue this train of uh, offending people. So um, that's the, what this episode I think is about, and we'll find out how many listeners I lose in this in this whole process between uh, between what I've done here. So <laughs> I apologize. I hope some people enjoyed it, and uh, I hope you'll stick with me. I uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. All right, folks, have a have a great week. I believe uh, our next guest next week will be Mr. John Money, and it'll be a full a full house. All the all the hosts and Mr. John Money will be on the next show next Monday. So uh, look forward to that. Until then, everybody have a great week. Everybody stay positive and shoot some cool film photos. When the shit is the fan When the shit is the fan Take my balls to the river Play with dead things that slither When the shit is the fan 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 A porno slut wants to fuck You can't even get it up When the shit hits the fan 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 Uncle Tooth has drank enough He's hanging when the shit hits the fan 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 You order a mac and cheese Drive away without the cheese When the shit hits the fan when the shit is the fan When the shit is the fan When the shit is the fan
A Gutter Man Cave Production! <laughs>